Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We'll go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Tony Kennett from Chalkboard Reviewed. Uh, of course, Tony is a former educator and STEM administrator for IPS schools. He is now an education journalist and uh, founder of Chalkboard Review. Tony, how are you? Excellent, gentlemen. Saw something outrageous, man. Like, it's not often that I'm surprised or outraged, but this kind of stuff is out there. The Idaho government is offering porn literacy to students. Uh, straight from the government public health website, they teach kids how to hide their browsing history on the Internet. Wow. Um, let me let me just play some audio for you uh, to give you some context. They have... You know, they have trainers that think third graders benefit from porn, and here is some of that audio. Critical thinking skills are the largest component of porn literacy. It's the ability for young people to analyze and ask questions about the media that they're viewing. Porn is meant to sexually excite a viewer and create fantasy, right? So let's go ahead and start with elementary age youth. And that when I've normalized watching porn and being curious, students are a lot more engaged in the conversation, but they're also building trust with me. It's okay if they have watched porn, and it's okay if they have thought about porn. I always make sure to say someone being curious about sex and or porn does not make them a bad person. It makes them human. It's so important to normalize that this is a natural human experience. So important to uh, sexualize elementary-aged school kids. Tony, when people say to you, oh, this is overblown, this kind of thing doesn't happen in the classrooms well here you go yeah i mean and this is the weird thing is that like they they put it in this kind of false dichotomy well where it's like well you want kids to know what's out there you don't want them to accidentally fall into something bad and it's like well of course no one wants children to accidentally fall into something bad but it's rather telling when someone says hey look porn's already out there so we better make sure that kids see it and know how to analyze it and break it down with awkward knowing comments in between, like that's that's good sex education. Did you hear her when she said like it's kind of a fantasy? And then she paused and she's like, right? Like she's yeah. like reminiscing over porn she's viewed in her own private time. And other than the fact that that's way too much information from yeah. anyone, this is a teacher. This is someone supposed to be working with children like a teacher that Idaho backs. And I'm, I mean, I've got extreme concerns for those that say that the education system has become a grooming apparatus. This is very strong evidence in their favor. And it's not like this is happening in San Francisco or New York City, where not saying that it would be okay, but you would expect it in those types of places. This is in Idaho that they're doing this, Tony. This tells me that this type of thing, maybe not necessarily porn viewing in the classroom, but the sexualization aspect involving children is happening everywhere. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that Chalkboard Review reported on a uh, an individual in Indiana that was hosting sexual education summer camps in which she, like, suggestively puts on condoms on vegetables that children are holding. Um, like, so that's definitely everywhere. But I think this is more of a, a pandemic of sorts. In a lot of red states where education departments have just been left alone to do whatever for years and years and no one checks up on them, 
Well, this is what happens when no one actually checks up on what your education administration is doing. They come up with this garbage. And this kind of takes us into our next story that we have for you. So there's this viral video. It started on TikTok. Now it's kind of all over the place. It's a teacher uh, basically doing a testimonial on camera. She's concerned about what her response is going to be when students ask what her sexuality is, what her sexual preferences are. This teacher is really conflicted in this video of what she should say to her students when they ask about her sex life, Tony. Uh, How about none of your business? (laughs) What's wrong with none of your uh, business? I mean, I can think about the number of times that any of my students ever were ever concerned about my love life at all. Uh, That was zero. Um, And even so, I mean, not my sexual preferences. Like, that's it's it's so far beyond that. This idea of affirmation that that these young teachers feel like they desperately need their students to think they're amazing in every facet of life, including their sexual preferences. And it's always the young teachers, too, Tony. It's always these young teachers, short time out of college. You never hear, like, the chick that's been a teacher for 55 years saying, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to say if they ask who I want to have sex with tonight. (laughs) Yeah, because the teacher that's been teaching for 40 or 50 years doesn't get her affirmation from her students. She doesn't get her purpose or her worth from her class. These young teachers get out of college, and they think they don't have any community. They don't have a church they go to. They don't have family that they talk to often. And so what they do is they surround themselves with their students as their pets, as their children, as their special friends. And it's so creepy and weird. I saw this in in every one of the schools in Indiana I've taught. I have seen this on display teachers that I taught with right down the hall that were more interested in being mommy than they were interested in just teaching the academic standards that were required of them. And this is the kind of stuff that you get. And you're right. I mean, of course, this is a none of your business question. My students ask me stupid and inappropriate questions, especially when I was at Lawrence North. My God, I got some of the most raunchy questions when I was at Lawrence. Really? And my, oh yeah. I mean, because they're, they're freshman biology students and they ask raunchy questions because, you know, they're high school students. And I would answer no or none of your business or that question is inappropriate or go ask your parents. Like that was it. I don't understand why that isn't a viable option. I don't know what my gender preference has to do with teaching third grade English. So you're telling me you would not have made a TikTok video basically asking for help on what the proper response would be if a freshman asked if you were gay or if you were straight. So, I mean, it's not like we've only had really great examples on how to field this stuff for all time. I don't need to go to TikTok to listen to some second or third year teacher's advice on how to talk to her kids about her pronouns. Good Lord. And I guess the, the, the general point is here, I don't think it's I don't know that this kind of thing we've been talking about here in this segment is rampant. I don't know if that's a word you'd use, but for people to say, hey, there's no such thing as CRT. It's not being taught in schools. There's no such thing as sexual indoctrination. It's not uh, being implemented in in schools. That simply is not true. You know, you bring up a really good point here. No, I don't think that it's rampant in every single school all over the country. I don't. But I do think that it has become more commonplace and that it manifests itself in more extreme ways more often than it used to. Yeah. You know, there was a there was a time when that wasn't a concern. And really for our state house legislators, 
who are, you know, having discussions with constituents and they say, well, I just don't see this happening anywhere. It's a very ignorant thing to say. It requires a very basic level of research to see various examples of schools in Indiana where sexual nonsense has become part of the daily routine. And now you have uh, Governor Holcomb uh, vetoing uh, uh, bills that have uh, addressed this issue and sort of issues peripheral to this. Um, let's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. embarrassing. I, I can't believe it. Um, uh, speaking with Tony Kennett from Chalkboard Review, just a quick update on a story you and I and Hammer discussed last week was the uh, Teachers Union in Washington and uh, Seattle teachers uh, going on strike. They just went back to work. I think they reached a deal last night. Um, so they're a week late in getting the kids back to class. They're back in class today. What t- Talk about, you know, the difference between, like, the Indiana teachers' unions and teachers' unions in more progressive liberal states and then the, na- the national teachers' unions. Uh, do we have to worry about anything like that happening? I mean, we had Red for Ed a couple of years ago where the teachers went out on strike, or maybe not strike, but they left the classroom for today. Talk about the teachers' unions here, because I think there's a di- distinct difference between teachers' unions and teachers, right? So talk about the unions here in Indiana and if there's ever a concern about that happening here. Absolutely. So the first thing you should know is that there are national level unions that have a lot of smaller chapters. So the NEA has chapters in both Washington and then they also have chapters in Indiana. So the NEA is where you get the red for ed thing. So the Indiana State Teachers Association is part of the NEA, just like the Washington Teachers Association is also part of the NEA. And Becky Pringle, who's the president of the NEA, said a lot of weird, wild, and crazy things. Yeah, I remember but that. But they don't, they don't have a lot of control in Indiana anymore. Their membership is absolutely plummeting, which is, I mean, it's, it's funny. <laughs> There's no other word for that because they, they do what you've seen before. They hold districts hostage. They distract from the real issues at bay to preen about social issues and basically use their programs as some kind of a Democrat voting platform. And that's really all that they're good for anymore. It's not like coal miners in the 60s where the unions were an extremely necessary thing to giving people what they need to live. You know, nowadays, the teachers unions are just saying, give us $120,000 a year for nothing. And it's, it's quite amazing. So I don't really see a concern of strikes in indiana at least at that level um your biggest quote-unquote threat so to speak as far as riling the teachers up is probably jennifer mccormick um, because she likes to you know get on air and scream and preen about why everything's terrible even though most indiana teachers are perfectly fine so uh, that's probably as far as it's going to go tony cannett chalkboard review talk a little bit about your website that you co-founded and you had some news this week right Absolutely. So Chalkboard Review is an education publication that publishes education opinions from all over the political perspective. As of this week, we have joined the Franklin News Foundation, and uh, now we are a nationally syndicated education publication, which means that you can find our stuff from radio station to television stations to uh, local news and media all over the country. Well, if you get so big that you're just all over the joint, Please make some time for us here in Indianapolis every week, okay? That's all we ask yeah, for, man, Tony. We like this segment, Tony. Oh, I'm sticking with you guys. Don't you worry. And congrats <laughs> on uh, being rated the uh, best drive time show in Indianapolis. Yeah, again. man. Right on. Thank you, man. Thank you. We appreciate that. Tony Kennett, Chalkboard Review on Twitter at the Tonus. Tony, thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.
Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7, on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.